Episode 59 with Nathan Orchard, the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt under Eddie Bravo at 10th Planet. And uh, really, really appreciated Nathan's insight today on the BJJ life, the lifestyle, the mentality, the work ethic, the family-like atmosphere, and just the the everyday life, living the Jiu-Jitsu way and uh, what that means and being able to defend yourself and how beautiful the art is and learning and discovering and all these beautiful things that uh, the, the martial art has taught him and teaches practically everybody that does it, that really does it the right way like he has. Uh, they It is a, a lifetime full of work and always looking to improve in everything, not just physically, not just technique, but just in your spirituality, your mentality, your emotional state. Those are the things that really, really stand out when you continue to practice BJJ, uh, whether it's gi or no gi. Like uh, like Nathan has, so really appreciate his time today. Check him out online. We link him up uh, in the show notes, and he's opening up a new school October first in Seattle, Washington. Another tenth planet. So hopefully we can get some tenth planets here in Ohio. I know there's one near Columbus. Maybe they can get somebody out there to open one in Cleveland. Uh, well, with that that said, uh, sit back, relax, and as always, please welcome the one and only Nathan Orchard. The optimal life. I, I just moved up to Seattle. I'm about to actually open 10th Planet Seattle. Oh, okay. So you're moving to Seattle permanently. Yes. Yeah, I just got married up here, and uh, so this is this is where I'm set. Well, congratulations. Thank you. So, so what what's life like in Seattle? Is it is it as dark and dreary as it is here in Cleveland? Uh, yeah, but I kind of like it. I'm a gym rat anyway, you know what I mean? So it doesn't really bother me too much. <laughs> right, right, right. Let me just make sure that I've got the audio here doing well here. So, uh, um, are we like recording now or we are live, my friend? We okay, are live. All right. What's up, y'all? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is not actually live. It'll be live once we publish it, but we are we're recording. Yeah. So, uh, so how how long ago did you get in, involved in jujitsu, man? When when did it all start for you? Well, you know, it's it's interesting. I was uh, I first wrestled in middle school and high school, and then halfway through high school, I. Uh, I just got the opportunity, I don't know, you know, I thought I was a tough guy, and I had the opportunity to get to an MMA fight, you know, a mixed martial art full contact fight, and I did that with just wrestling training, and the guy went out there and he arm barred me, and that was kind of my introduction to jiu-jitsu, <laughs> nearly, nearly getting my arm broken, yeah. and so I was uh, easily converted, and uh, so that was kind of, you know, how my jiu-jitsu journey started, and uh even though at the time, you know, I was I was chasing MMA. That was my big thing. But, um, you know, I had 21 MMA fights. And uh, some things were happening in my career that made me want to really focus on my jiu-jitsu for MMA. But then I just got lost in jiu-jitsu. So that, that's what I really do now, you know, full, full time. And how long ago was that? Uh, my first MMA fight was in 2004. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, but I went pure jiu-jitsu. Like, I kind of walked away from MMA and went pure jiu-jitsu in, like, 2011. 2011, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but, but, doing, but doing, been doing combat sports, you know, a lot of my life. So, when did you start, like, uh, really just focusing on the jiu-jitsu? Like, when did you get involved with 10th Planet? Yeah, that, that was 2011. That was, that's when I, you know, uh, I got involved with 10th Planet by... Um, you know, I was from a small town where there was no jiu-jitsu, so I, I googled how to get ranked in jiu-jitsu because I, I realized that's what I wanted to do. 
And um, it's funny because just a, a thread on the forum, the 10th Planet forum popped up and it talked about some criteria they had to get ranked. And back then it was like, you know, um, post 15 matches of you winning online on the website and and then you'd be, you know, considered for your next rank. Mm-hmm. And so I started doing that and I got noticed and, and Eddie Bravo, you know, uh, I actually ended up going down to LA and testing and doing all this stuff and, and getting my, uh, I got my blue belt and then purple, brown and black all within just a couple of years. Wow, so, man. That's really, yeah. that's unique, huh? Well, it is, but it's also kind of skewed in the aspect that, like, I had been wrestling for so long and I had so much MMA experience. Honestly, I was probably like a brown belt by the time I got my blue belt. It's just that no one had ever ranked. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so but you're telling me the, the the blue belts were like they were they were terrified to go with you. Like, oh come on, we got to go with this guy who's kind of a blue belt, but he's really not. Well, if you want to know the <laughs> truth, I was a blue belt for like three weeks. You know, like mm. literally I, I got my blue belt and then I went and tested an HQ and I did really well. Like he put me up against a bunch of brown belts in the school and I was tapping them and I, I never even rolled with brown belts. I swear to you, I didn't even like know I was any good at jujitsu until I went down and tested and did really, really well. And I was like, holy, wow, I'm good at this. This is crazy. I, I didn't really know, you know. Um, sure. Yeah, so I don't know. I kind of... I just love it so much, man. I just go for it, and it's, it's just worked out for me, really. So, and how old are you now? Uh, 30. 30, okay. So, yeah. you were about 23 when you first started with uh, with Eddie Bravo and those guys. Yeah. Give or take. Yeah, suppose, yeah that makes sense. Yep. Yeah, give or take, 23 years old. So, for people that don't know, man, tell us exactly what jiu-jitsu is. Uh, jiu-jitsu, you know, is, is just a form of uh, submission grappling. You know, it's, it, there's no striking involved, but it's just how to hold, control, and then basically manipulate the joints of your opponent. Um, uh, the, the best way I've heard jiu-jitsu, the definition of jiu-jitsu, is it, it should be the ability to control your opponent with or without pain. Mm. So you need to be able to, if I can hold you down and not hurt you, that's good. If, if let's say it like this, if I can only hold you down and hurt you, I don't get it. Or if I can't, if I can't like inflict pain when I want to, you don't get it. You have to be able to make the the choice to do either one. That's real control. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's a, it's, it's a crazy deep sport and um, you know, it, 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 it can be done very, you know, um, devastating, devastating moves done on people with very very little effort once you get good at it you know yeah and that's what's hard for people to understand because correct me if i'm wrong wrestling is like a whole different beast or jujitsu is really yeah i mean jujitsu is really a whole different beast than than wrestling wrestling is it's great to have that base but like you experienced early on back in the early 2000s like hey man (laughs) <laughs> there's this whole other art out there that uh, I might be strong and tough and I might be able to grapple, but if I don't, th- these guys, these guys could, could end my life with very well, little yeah, effort. I mean, yeah. You know, in wrestling, the point is to take someone down and hold them on their back. In jujitsu, the point is to break someone's limb or put them to sleep by choking them. You know, those, that's the difference of those two sports, you know? So, um, yeah, wrestling is incredibly effective. And, and if you, if you fuse wrestling with jujitsu, uh, that's the ultimate. Mm. You know what I mean? That's the, the best. The best of the best. They, they are wrestlers that learn jujitsu, or, or or just jujitsu-minded people that also know wrestling. You know what I mean? It's putting them together is, is the is the truth. 
you know, really. So, so under Eddie Bravo, who has obviously so. become very, first off, first off, I must, I must, I meant to say this at the beginning. This is actually the number one podcast in the world that you're on right now. Regardless of oh, what, right? regardless of what you might have heard about Joe Rogan's podcast, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Forget about Joe Rogan. Here we are, number one. Well, it's going to be number one with you on here. That's that's oh, for yeah. sure. So, nice. Um, I'm glad so, I could do that for you. Yeah, yeah. So, so Eddie Bravo, who's become very well known, obviously over the years, yeah. he was doing his thing with the UFC and uh, has opened up tenth. How many tenth planet uh, are there throughout the world? Do you know? Oh, there's 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 about a hundred right now. Yeah, he's just on fire, isn't he? Oh, it's crazy, you know, it's yeah. crazy. I think I think when I started there was something like thirty maybe. And uh I mean no, it's just it's just really caught on, you know, it's Oh, it's on uh, fire. Ten, ten Planet Ten Planet's a cool community, you know, and everyone kinda wants in because you know, I've I've had some really high level guys be like, yo, you know, throughout all the associations in jujitsu, Tenth Planet is like one of the most tight knit. You know, like every, all the guys know each other in 10th Planet. All the school owners know each other. Um, everyone's in very, very close contact with Eddie Bravo. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a big old group of, of friends, you know. It's a, it's a cool, cool thing to be a part of. So when you started getting into it hardcore with those guys, were you, yeah. were you training in Los Angeles or were you going back and forth? No, it's the craziest thing. I, I was, uh, you know, honestly – Kind of self-trained in my garage for years and years and years. Um, really? Wow. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I would just study video and then I'd go drill and drill and drill and study video and drill and drill and drill. And, and that's that's why I didn't, like, before I went to HQ, I didn't know, and tested, I didn't know I was good at jiu-jitsu because I wasn't really rolling with a bunch of different people. I had, like, my couple training partners that we had been putting in work for years. But, so when you're um, in your garage, are you doing it with other people, though? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I, yeah. You know, at, at that time, you know, just a couple guys that worked very closely together and, and did a lot of really good work, you know, for not having coaches. But you know, I mean, I've been an athlete my whole life, and I know how to learn. And I, I you know, I I was a decent wrestler, so it wasn't like, you know, I wasn't so lost. And uh, and and you know, that's one of the things that's actually I think been really good for me in my careers. I, I think I'm kind of known as a unorthodox grappler. And I would say it's because no one ever told me what to do or what not to do. You know, no one stifled my creativity and no one tried to mold me into anything. I was always able to mold myself and, and express my own grappling and martial arts and, and things that I like to do. So um, I think it's been good for me. You know, it's all worked out. Like, I'm sure if I had a, a world class uh, coach the entire time, I, I'd be somewhere else. But I, I love where I am on my journey. So it's cool with me. So you were in Seattle, and or I mean in Portland, and uh, going back and forth over the years. Um, what was that process like? I know you said you got your black belt pretty quickly, but so take us through, yeah. take us through that journey for people that might be interested. That obvious working with working with Tenth Planet, especially with Eddie. What was the process like for you over those years? Well, you know, I mean, I was and I'm still a very active competitor. Um, I've taken just a small break while I've been getting married and, and moving and all that. But again, I'm opening, about to open 10th Planet Seattle and uh, about to start attacking the competition circuit again. But, um, you know, I've been competing since I was young. Um, and so when I started getting into jujitsu, I just kept that ball rolling. I kept competing. Um, I, I had been posting videos for about a year uh, before Eddie Bravo like really noticed me. 
and uh, and notice my matches and stuff. And and again, he he, I was the first person to ever get my blue belt online from Eddie, which is kind of crazy. Online. Online, he made a video. He made a video. I was like, "Yo, Nathan Orchard, you're not a white belt, dude. Like, here's your blue belt." And he said in the video, "Come down to HQ, we'll trade." So two weeks later, I go down to HQ. I, I test. I get my purple belt. I was a purple belt and competed nearly every month for 14 months and did pretty well. Got my brown belt and and I competed every month for 10 months and went undefeated. Wow! Um, wow. And. Uh, and had you know I don't I don't even know how many matches 60 70 matches or something like that not that many in 10 months you know and um, maybe probably less than that in fact but um, and then and then I went down and and, and to brown uh, to Gracie Nationals as a brown belt and won a really tough bracket with some really tough guys and uh, actually me and um, Gio Martinez Freakazoid we we both got our black belts the same day. So, like I said, from the time I got my blue belt to my black belt, almost to the exact day, is only two years. That's insane, because um, most people are probably like, oh, this is easy. Yeah, no, it's, that's unheard of. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's it's, unheard it's of. It's crazy. It usually takes people 10 years, but that's also me, you know, I, I had 12 years of previous grappling, martial arts, wrestling, MMA before that. You know what I mean? So it sure. just kind of came, it kind of all came together in those two years, but... My whole life, I've been going. And, and in those two years, I'm sure you're going almost every day too, or oh, yeah, quite no, a oh, bit. Oh no, absolutely, or doubles. Doubles, I mean? like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was training a lot. Uh, have yeah, you ever done? Have you ever done it with the gi, or has it always been no gi? You know, I've trained for about four hours in the gi total. <laughs> four and hours. That was actually to do a judo tournament back in the day. Um, and you must have hated it. Uh, you know, it's just different. It's yeah, just different. Yeah. It's just, you know, first I wrestled, then I did MMA. And so in those sports, you just, you know, you're not allowed to grab the clothing. And in fact, when I was looking to get ranked in jiu-jitsu, I, I was so ignorant that I didn't even know the gi was a part of jiu-jitsu until I, I you know, joined up with 10th Planet. And then I kind of like learned, oh, like culturally, like we're kind of outcasts. Like people kind of don't like 10th Planet because we're not traditionalists and and, and this and that, and so I didn't even know the gi was associated with jujitsu until I was like already in tenth planet, you know. Like, That's I wild. Just yeah. I, I just didn't know. Yeah, and and, pure, pure yeah. and and like you said, most people, uh, especially the real purists, they're so strange about that gi that it's like if you're not in a, wearing this komodo, that it's almost like they they want to pretend it's not jujitsu, but but that's so far from the truth. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it, it's all grappling. Yeah, you know, yeah, and, and 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 there are there's they are slightly different. I mean, they're actually very different. But you know, if you like it, just just do what you like. That's the thing. Everyone's always trying to be like, well, what's better? What's better? What should you do? What's superior? It's like you know, what's superior is whatever you enjoy. There you know you what I mean? Everyone needs to get get off that mindset and just be like, dude, just do the grappling you like to do. If you like to do the gi, cool. I don't. I personally enjoy no gi. I enjoy the speed and the you know the athleticism and this and that. Um, gi is just a little, it's just a little slow for me. Honestly, maybe I'm just kind of a wuss, but it like hurts my fingers, you know? I'm just like, it's not, mm. it's not, it's not enjoyable to me. Yeah, it's funny. I had your boy Stu Cooper on, as you know, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. a little while back and, and it was actually right after he had done that documentary on you. Okay. Uh, but he said the same thing. I said, what do you prefer? He, he said, he goes, I, I, I was a, a no gi, then I was gi, then I was no gi, then I was, he, he goes, I prefer whatever I'm doing in that time. He, he likes him. He likes him just as much equally. It sounds like, even though it sounds like he's probably doing 
What do those guys do at Tiger Muay Thai? Mostly no oh, gi, right? I would have. I mean, geez, Thailand's so hot. I wouldn't yeah. wear any gi. <laughs> no. Have you ever been? Uh, like five times. Yeah, I actually. Yeah. Uh, I'm involved with a Tenth Planet school out there. Um, Tenth Planet Kotao. I've been going out there for the last few years, and I teach a camp about every six to eight months out there. And, wow. Uh, Oh man, it's, that's where that's where Stewart shot that video. That's what I was gonna say. I assume he yeah. shot it there, actually. Yeah, yeah that was incredible, man. It's, uh, yeah, I love that place. What kind it's of feedback kind of... have you gotten since that video posted? You know, I mean, people seem to like it. You mm -hmm. know, um, yeah, you know, I I don't really. I mean, to me, just ha being being able to work with Stewart was all the payoff I could ever hope for. You mm -hmm. know, like I I've been watching Stewart for years, so to to watch a video with me and, and the little Stuart Cooper brand on it, that's like, <laughs> a dream come true, you know, it's super cool. What's uh what's Thailand like? Thailand, man, is it's one of my favorite places on the earth. I mean it's uh fucking it's an beautiful huh? place. The, the the spectrum is very wide there. You could go to Thailand and be as much of a delinquent and depraved as you want to be, or you could go out there and find the, the, the deepest of spirituality, you know what I mean? It's, uh, yeah. There's kind of something for everybody out there, but it's, um, you know, for me, it's where I go and kind of like reset, you know, every six to eight months and, um, you know, go out there and uh, sweat so much because it's so hot, and drink tons of water and just get so oh. healthy. And I, I usually like competing around the time that i go there and it kind of helps my weight cut you know and uh yeah you know it's it's like if, if i ever just disappear i'll be in thailand <laughs> yeah that's where i, I want to go man i've heard so much yeah. about it it looks beautiful oh, yeah. from all the pictures oh, yeah. the people there are, i'm sure are friendly for the most part it's cool man yeah and honestly it's a, it's a really great place i i highly highly recommend it and you probably <laughs> get rid of all that toxic shit here from being in the united states all the social media all the crap that's around here you know you get to go out there and just check out for a little while just kind of unplug yeah you know? yeah yeah get, get away from it all for a minute that's just super important you, you know? said you cut weight what do you uh what do you fight at well i mean i'm usually walking around about 170 but my ideal uh, competition weight is 155 155 Speaking so, of a big a big fight coming up in the UFC between uh, Connor and Khabib at one fifty five. I was just watching a little bit of that uh, press conference. I, I I can't wait to go watch it. I haven't I haven't done it seen anything yet today. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's gonna be interesting. I'm just glad they're finally doing it. Who do you think's gonna win? Oh gosh, I couldn't even say, man. I I, I don't you know. I kind of just when I watch matches and fights and stuff. I, I sometimes I don't even see people's faces. I just kind of see techniques. So I'm just going to go watch that fight and, and see what kind of cool stuff comes out. You know, I don't I don't have a dog in the fight. You know what I mean? Sure. So it's I mean I like Connor because he's funny. Uh, Khabib looks tough as hell, but um, you know it's all good. It's gonna be cool either way. So when did you? Uh, I agree with you. It's gonna be an awesome fight. I I think, man, I go back and forth. I think Khabib's gonna win that fight, but. Uh, <sighs> Yeah. But uh, I, you know, I got I got to go with somebody. I think he's gonna win sure. it. Uh, he's gonna win it. But it's gonna be, oh man, it's gonna be a, a, one of those. I think one of those epic fights. I don't think it's gonna I end. So. I don't think it's gonna end quickly. Yeah. Um, and I'm not sure it's gonna go the whole distance. But but I, I'd love to get like three rounds out of that fight. I'd be pumped. It's gonna be gritty. I think it's yeah. gonna be gritty. Yeah, I I agree with you. When did you yeah. know? When did you know that this is this is what you do for a living now? Correct. So t tell us, I mean, what, when did that all, when you started getting into this, you're getting your black belt from Eddie, you're, 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 you're tapping out like some of the best guys in the world, you're, you're traveling all over, like at what point do you say, hey, I want to do this forever? Um, well, man, you know, I 
mean, the truth is, I, I won't be able to do it forever. My body will hold up. I, I hopefully will always be involved in martial arts in some way or another. But mm. uh, there was a time when I said, yeah, I'm, I'm going to make this what I do, you know? Yeah. Um, and, uh, gosh, you know, it was, it was like after I got my black belt, I just kind of like almost felt – I almost felt guilty having a real job. I was like, no, I need to, I need to pursue this right away, uh, you know, with everything I have. So it was scary, you know, to quit a regular job and be broke for a while until you kind of get your, you know, your business going a little bit and your school gets a little bit bigger. Um, yeah. But I mean, but then, but then you taste a little bit of uh, freedom and then you're like, yeah, I can't go back now, you know, so now I'm just, now I'm just going forward, man, you know, about to, again, open up 10th Planet Seattle, which I'm super stoked about, and, and I still got my guys down in Portland, you know, they're, they're holding it down down there, and, and uh, it's such a solid team down there, so. Um, That's awesome. So did you guys relocate already? Um, well, like I said, they're, they're down there, and I'm just opening up in a, uh, uh, there's a, already existing karate school mm -hmm. that it just like the, the mat times are open the times I wanted them and I've been working with these people like they've gone to my seminars for years you know so it kind of worked out for me and them and uh, yeah so October 1st I start classes damn man and, and you and you and your wife are living there now yep yep uh, I, I got I just got married she's got a five year old so I'm a stepdad and uh, congratulations man so I'm, I'm learning every day about uh, how to handle five year olds <laughs> it's super interesting yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah it's funny because every time there's a problem every time you know I have a hard time with a little guy I realize it's, it's actually got nothing to do with him it's just my own my own weaknesses my own uh, flaws and downfalls you know it's like he's not being annoying I'm being impatient so I need to work on my patience you know what I mean like it's it's full of lessons, man. I, I really, I really love it. It's, it's fascinating. It is uh, one of the most rewarding things you can do. It's so challenging. I've got three girls. Oh, okay. And, oh, dang. Bro. Yeah, man. It's a, uh, it's been a hell of a journey, but it, it is, it is, it is really rewarding. Yeah. Um, I kind of want to get them into some kind of self defense or martial art. I think it'd be. So they're oh, they're sure. they're eight, six, and two. I mean, they're they're little, but okay, sure. It's probably sure. never too early to start. Nah, you know, man. I, you know. Uh, I would say, you know, of course, jujitsu, gymnastics, or boxing. You know what I mean? Like, boxing will just teach them some basic, like, yo, stay away from me, pop, 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 you know, kind of some basic stuff. And then, of course, jujitsu, because it teaches you if someone grabs onto you, how to just get away. But, yeah, uh, yeah. No, man, the, the sooner the better, really. But I think, I think uh, a trick of it, too, is, is to just make it almost play. You know what I mean? Like, right, they're right, learning. Right. If you're wrestling with them and stuff, they're learning and they don't even know it. Yeah, you know, they're exactly. Getting, they're getting used to that contact and how to escape and how to fight and how to kind of, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's what so, I do with them anyways. I don't want them to be yeah. too so I, it's a fine line cuz you don't want them to be walking around like, you know, tomboys and you know. <laughs> play, I'll, you I'll know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh but you also don't want them to be too soft. You need to know oh. how to defend, especially in today's day and age, man. Oh, yeah. You know, it, there's so much crap out there. There's so it's many crazy. pieces of shit out there. That's why I think for somebody like you you must walk around like when you guys go out at night and you guys go out to a dinner or to a bar or maybe you're at a pool party, wherever you're at. Sure, sure. You, with your background, man, you must always be calm. Like you don't have to worry about what if, what if something happens here, right? Man, I'll, I'll tell you what. It is one of the best things that martial arts has given me. And it's just, it's just, it's taught me how to be comfortable in my own skin, mm -hmm. you know? Because the world's a scary place, man. But yeah, I mean, 
and I travel all over the world, but it's very, very rare that I feel unsafe, you know? Um, that's huge. Another, I, I think, I think for one is because the world is actually a lot better of a place than, than maybe the media makes us think it is, you know, the, the, the general population, dude, they're just like you and me, you know, they're just great people that want to be happy with their family. It's just every once in a while you run into a crazy asshole or, right. you know, some elitist who doesn't care about the general population or whatever that, those are the problem people. But for the most part, people are great. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, but also, you know, even if I'm not like, you know, yeah, sure. I know how to fight, you know, I've got some martial arts and this and that, but the real, I think, trick to feeling safe and being safe is just awareness. Mm. Just being aware of where you are and who's around you and what's going on. And then even more is I don't put myself in situations that I even need to watch my back. I really don't go out to bars that much. I don't put myself in the situations where I could get into trouble, you know? So it's it's preventative, really. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, it is. So yeah. it's just making good decisions, man. And uh but, but beyond that is, is awareness. Beyond that is being a really fast runner. And then uh, after that, sure, a little <laughs> boxing, a little jiu-jitsu is, is good for you. <laughs> exactly. Well, y- y- and, and you said it too, um, the mental aspect is just absolutely enormous. And you just a few minutes ago when you said you have the uh, wherewithal and the consciousness t- when you were talking about your wife's son, your, your, uh, your stepson. And saying, "Hey, what's going on here?" And then you realize, "Wait a second, this is me. This isn't about yeah. this five-year-old kid who doesn't understand the world yet, or That's what's right. going on. That's right. This is all me." And, and I guarantee you, I guarantee you, you wouldn't have that kind of mindset without this martial arts background. No, no, no. I mean, you know, I'm a, I'm an introspective person by nature, but martial arts, especially jujitsu, makes you even more so. You know, because it's right. such problem solving. You know, you. You know, you hate making the same mistake twice, and and problem solving and pattern recognition—they're the same. You know, and so um, recognizing if 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 everyone else around me, you know, is having the problem, do they really have the problem, or do I? You know, and there so you go. Yeah, recognizing that pattern and 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 then just being honest with yourself. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> have you ever had to use it in an altercation? Yeah, yeah, a few times actually. I once um, I stopped a robbery from happening in a, in a, in a little convenient store. I, I can't even say it was a robbery. The guy was just kicking in the, the front, the storefront. And there's like some people around him trying to stop him. And I tried to get him to stop. And he tried swinging on me. I take him down and I just, you know, take his back and I put him in a choke and I hold him there for five minutes until the cops get there. Um, oh, that's beautiful. The, it was it was clean, dude. It was honestly clean. <laughs> well, it always is, man, because you don't you don't need to prove anything. Yeah, and that's the thing is like I didn't even want like there was a point. Okay, I took him down, I mounted him, and then I was like, okay, do I want to transition to an armbar or to his back? And I'm like, well, I don't really want to hurt the guy. I just want to stop him. Right. So I took his back and just held him, and it was all cool, you know. And the most um, powerful thing about all that is you could have chosen anything you wanted to do because you're yeah. looking at this guy and he's like he's just like an open book. And yeah. you and you get to put you know your finger on the page that you want to turn it to and yeah. right like you're looking at this guy like I could literally end your life if I wanted to yeah it's I mean, true it's that, it's but, the, and, and within minutes within a minute yeah 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 that's powerful less. man what <laughs> else what what other what other what other uh, real life there, 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 yeah there was a time there was a time I was in Thailand actually and um, and I was in a bar and I'm I'm just I'm dancing by myself. And I'm just chilling out. Well, I knew all the I knew all the bouncers there because you know, they're just my homies on the island. 
And all of a sudden, this this guy at the bar, he starts fighting with one of the bouncers. And he's like, you know, ripping his shirt. And they're all getting into it. And I'm just, it literally happens right next to me. And I was, I mean, I was completely sober. And so I was like, cool, I guess I'm going to do this. And I just jump on the guy's back, dude. And I just put him him to sleep. That's fucking awesome. Just jump on his back, choke him out, put him to sleep, set him down. You know, he... He gets up once he comes to, freaks out. He's like, "Do you know who I am?" I'm like, "Do you, do you know who I am?" I just put you to sleep. Dude. That's like, awesome. Why are you asking me who you are? Like, yeah, he's about ten beers deep. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and that's the thing; it's almost unfair. You know, he really, felt, yeah. it felt like wrestling with a child. Yeah, you know, like yeah. my warm up drills are tougher than the resistance he gave me. You know what I mean? Like, it's a joke, honestly. No, that's... But you know, he, he's he's sitting there fighting my buddy. So yeah, I'll just. Take them out real quick. <laughs> yeah, man, that's a beautiful thing. I think majority of people um, want to be tough, want to be strong, want to know how to defend themselves. Yeah, uh, most people don't know how, have no clue, and they don't. And, and really, the only way is you got to put in the work. You got to go in and train. So much right? work. So there's no there's no weekend class you can take to make you competent. Um, actually, it makes me think. A while ago, I read this. You know the Onion. Yeah. They do like yeah. parody. Yeah. Uh, it, it, the headline was: Study shows men are four thousand times less effective than they think in a street fight. <laughs> uh, and, and it's true, you know. People they don't know what they're doing. They um, really don't, man. It's so sad. You go on YouTube and watch these videos, and you're going, "Oh my god." It's insane, and, and it's always the guys that are puffing their chest and being an asshole. Those are the ones that really don't know what the, what they're doing anyway. And, and that's like uh, Joe Rogan said something like, you know, as a guy who studies violence, he does not want to get into a fight because he knows how devastating they can be. Right. It's it's the people who have no concept of like, you know, their own mortality and how easily they can get hurt. But all those idiots want to fight. Oh yeah, and, it's insane. You know, but it's insane. To, to become an elite combat athlete, you've had your ass kicked so many times. You're like, yo, I don't, I don't want to fight. I can. You know, and I will, but I don't want to just go out and fight people. You have nothing but to prove because you're confident. You can, yeah. And it's not, and it's not even like you know. What makes me feel good is when I beat the best in the world. But when I beat some idiot on the street, how's that supposed to make me feel good? You know what I mean? It makes me a bully. <laughs> yeah. Are there stripes? Are there stripes uh, uh, in your school? Uh, we don't know. We don't do any stripes on the regular belts, but uh, once you get your black belt, like I'm a, I'm a first degree black belt. Okay. So every every three years, you know, I get another stripe on my or degree on my black belt. But um, and what does it go up to? What's the highest? Like ten? Or gosh, I, uh, yeah, I want to say nine, nine or ten, but yeah. it's like red red belt at that point. Right. But I'm not even. I I didn't even ever think past black belt, you know. I don't know. <laughs> so you're going. So you've got the school opening up in uh, a couple weeks. Uh, classes yeah. open for everybody of all ages. How does that work? Um, I you know I typically don't te- I don't teach kids. Mm-hmm. Now I also don't like turn people away from my class. Um, you know, and if, if some parent brings their kid in, I just might make it work together, like or something like that. But or if they bring a friend, sure, you know, I, I can teach anyone, but I prefer teaching. Just slightly older people that are, that are, you know, not so much of like a communication barrier, right? Um, gosh, I mean, geez, it, it's, it's even difficult to teach adults sometimes, let alone kids. You know? <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah, all all, all uh, experience levels welcome, you know. And I'm teaching class um, Monday through Thursday at noon and seven p.m. So eight awesome, classes man. a week. And, awesome. Uh, oh yeah, it's gonna be. You got be good you got a bunch of people signed up already. I have a lot of people that are showing a lot of interest. Uh, I haven't 
got any, uh, because like I said, I haven't been in there like open yet necessarily. Sure. So I'm basically going to be signing people up as they walk in the door. We're doing a, a grand opening seminar, me, Phil Schwartz, and uh, one of my brown belts, Sam Hardy, um, October 6th. And uh, there's a, a deal if you sign up uh, for a membership at the seminar, the seminar is free. So. There you go. Yeah. That's got to be really exciting, man. And this is your, you actually own a piece of this school? Well, I mean, I own the affiliation. The affiliation. You know, I, mm -hmm. So I will own 10th Planet of Seattle, and it's out of a uh, school called uh, Koei Khan Karate. And, um, which is, uh, you know, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, it's, it's actually where Chuck Liddell originated, like from that, that style. Like I was told that the tattoo on the side of his head is Koei Khan. Ah. So. He later went to Kempo or something like that with, right. um, you know, Hackleman or whatever his name is. But, but uh, yeah, so, you know, it's just, it's a pretty, pretty cool little style of karate. It's, it's uh, I haven't really done too much of that style specifically, but, but they're super just open with their martial arts. That's what I appreciate about it. You know, they were more than happy to have me in there. A bunch of them are doing jujitsu. So it's, it's like a really cool environment in there. There's, very open. That's very exciting, man. Best of luck yeah. to you on that. And, and there's you. one school here in Ohio. There's one Eddie Bravo 10th Planet School in Newark, Ohio. It's near Columbus. Okay. Uh, love, would love to see somebody, somebody from this, from this 10th Planet family come and put something here in Cleveland, man. We could use something no like doubt. this. Yeah, no doubt. I'm trying to think Cleveland. So what are you, you're like three hours from uh, like Detroit? Uh, yeah, thereabouts. That's right. Okay. That's about right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cause my buddy, my buddy, uh, he owns 10th Planet in Detroit. Too. Does he? Who's that? One out there. Adelaide Cleveland. He's actually the guy also that taught me um, samurai sword, a style called Shinkendo. Oh yeah. Okay. He's he's one of the he's truly one of the most educated martial artists I know. Like he's got like twelve black belts, man. This guy. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Yeah, man. Anyone listening? Maybe any any of your people out there, man. We could use a school in Cleveland. I think it would do well. We don't have yeah. a whole lot. We don't have a whole lot here. So it's uh, where, where where do you train? You know what? I don't train. I used to train at a at a mostly gi school. Okay. And I've had problems with my shoulders my whole life. Sure. So sure. I, my left shoulder was giving me a lot of problems, and uh, and ultimately I had to stop. But I, I really didn't like the geek because of that, the shoulder, the pulling, right. the tugging. It wasn't doing me any justice, you know? Mm, very yeah. Much, yeah. 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 Um, so, you have to but, that shoulder. Yeah, dude, it's been brutal. It's been brutal. Yeah. You know you know how injuries are, I, I'd oh imagine. Oh, my gosh. It's, I, yeah. it's the worst. <laughs> it's absolutely the worst. Yeah. Um, when you look ahead, you're 30. I mean, you've got you've got so much out there still, and I'm sure so many things you want to do and accomplish. I mean, where do you see your where where, where are you taking this career in the next five ten years? You know, I plan on competing hard for the next five years. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not really going for it, and um, you know, and then after that, you know, I, I want to be involved always. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's 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 going to be interesting to see where life takes me. You know, I've got some interests that I want to pursue later. Um, one thing I've always said is I just, I kind of want to be an outdoorsman. Like I just want to go like into the wilderness and like, I don't know, like, like survivor man stuff. That's know? awesome. Yeah. And go, go and, and get up way out by myself and like test, you know, survival gear or, or something <laughs> like that. I don't know. Or I don't care. Go be a monk and sit on a hill somewhere. Hell it yeah. Me, but, uh, Hell yeah. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see, you know, but, but, but right now martial arts is, is the tool that's um, helping me progress oh, you know, yeah. and, and giving me a lifestyle and uh, a livelihood and all that. So um, That's but, beautiful, but, man. 
ultimately, man, I, I want to just, I, I, I hopefully would teach jujitsu my whole life. You know what I mean? Well, it really is. It's really a life mission, isn't it? And it, sure. and you, it never ends. No. It never no, ends. No, I, I had a buddy that would always say that jujitsu wasn't a sprint and it's not a marathon. It's a, it's a death march. <laughs> hopefully, until right. the day we die. <laughs> that's right. Uh, anyone that we should keep an eye on, like that's up and coming out there by you, that's, that's, that you think's got potential that to, to you know one of these up and comer jujitsu type people. Oh man, um, I'm sure there's a the bunch. Tenth, the Tenth Planet uh, team is is blowing up right now. You know, a good friend of mine who's who's really coming up is PJ Barch. He's he's looking really good. Um, I mean, he's he's a savage wrestler and got some Sycamore game. And he's a, you know he's a black belt. Nice. And, and he was in Quintet, and he's in all kinds of stuff. You know, He's doing really well. Um, Jeremiah Vance has got some cool rubber guard, and he's in all kinds of like, you know, really obscure submissions right now, which is you know, very entertaining for people. And Eddie, talks about, Eddie talks about him on the podcast sometimes too, doesn't he? Yeah, Jeremiah. yeah, yeah. Jer- yeah. Jeremiah's legit. But you know, man, who I'm with, dude, it's the kids that are 10 right now exactly. that when they're 20, those are the kids that i, I got to hurry up and uh, – finish my career so I can retire before they get competition circuit. <laughs> yeah. Man, they're going to be some savages. Well, the sport is still young, man. Yeah. There's so, so much evolution ahead. Yeah, it's so fast. Oh, right it's now. awesome. It's, like crazy. Yeah, it's awesome. awesome. I think everyone should do it, man. Everyone should do some type of martial art. Feel much yeah, better sure. about themselves. Uh, where can people reach you on social? Um, Instagram is probably the easiest. You know, it's probably, it's what I'm on the most, I would say. I don't, I don't really, I'm not that huge into Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, but Instagram, my, my Instagram handle is um, NateOrch10P, N-A-T-E-O-R-C-H-10P. Nice, NateOrch10P. Check him out. He is uh, one of the best in the world. One of the best of the world, man. Kind, and uh, you, know, you know why I say this, because we have the same name. Oh, well, of course. Nate, Nate's, you know, man. The Nathan's got to, we got to hold together. You, you know, know, Nathan means right. gift from God. Did you, did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you learned something new today. Yeah. Hey, there you go. No doubt. Not my own Always been fascinated by the entire sport, and I'm really intrigued by you and all these other guys that are just savages, but like you know, like friendly savages. Guys that, guys that, guys that, like when you look at a lot of these guys in a in a bar or wherever they're at or at a pool, and, and they look very unassuming. And they're like, and they can literally take your life within within seconds. You know, it's just, yeah. it's very powerful tool, man. It's it's great physically, it's great mentally, it's great emotionally. Oh, absolutely. Um, and like I said, I appreciate you shedding some light into it. And uh, man, we'll be watching you. Hey, well, thanks for having me on, Nate. I really appreciate it. Thanks, buddy. Best of luck to you right, with the opening. Hey, we'll talk to you soon. Take it easy, man. Thanks. Okay. Bye. Take care.